Ahoy, hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. Connor and I, we are back on our fact-hunting mission, searching for a co-host. We've been all around New York City today. Mm. It has brought us to somewhere, I think, slightly outside of our comfort zone. Mm. We have headed to the Strength Club, or at Strong Gym, with... Kenny Santucci. Kenny, thank you for being here. Thank you guys so much for coming here. I can't believe I'm on this short list of people who actually get considered to be a co-host for the show. Well, I know that you, you seem like quite busy. I've checked out your Insta and I know you're a bit like huge in the training game in New York. You've got this incredible gym. You've been on telly. But you might have time to, you know, host a I mean, listen, if the, if the price is right, I'm available for almost anything. The, yeah. The price might not be right, but, you know, we've we've got things to do. We'll we'll make things happen. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm already a little bit intimidated on the wall right there. To sum yeah. it up, there's the right and strongest. <laughs> well, just con, just and, uh, describe what you can see around us. Well, it's just a, a, a wonderful gym with a load of equipment that I've never used before. Although when we did arrive here, we was waiting for Kenny, and there was a there was a PT, and I had a few on the yeah. Okay. Pills. So I've had that protein bar. So hopefully I'll go home and I'll be a bit bigger. <laughs> you might you might notice actually, Kenny, that um, mm-hmm. yeah, Connor and I we were working out a bit okay. right when we came here. So, you, I mean, you've just met us, but do you, you notice the difference? I, I've noticed when you guys walked in, his jacket's been getting tighter since yeah, he's been sitting yeah. there. That's how it goes. And that protein <laughs> bar as well, it's about to go. <laughs> Those 21 grams are going to hit hard. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so here's the deal. We are going to bring you a set of facts each. You just decide listening in whether they are worth remembering, whether they're shareable, are they pub ammo, or should they be chucked in the big bin of nonsense? And we got Kenny's dog, Lola, who's kind of uh, She, she thinks she's about. a guard dog. Lola! Lola, you got a fact for us? Great. Is somebody over there? There is someone over here. Okay, hold on. Sorry, boys. That's all right. All right, Connor, take it away. Give us your first fact. (laughs) Okay. um, You know Prince, the singer? Yep. You fan? I love him. You love Prince. Great. You're going to love this. Do you know that Prince left behind a vault of unreleased music? No way. So containing enough material to put out an album every year for a century and it's untouched. I mean, that's pretty sick. I, what I do know about Prince, because I am a big music fan, I mean, if it was made before 1990, I love it. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I know about Prince is that he actually wrote a lot of music for other people. Yeah. So to believe that he's got all this other material that hasn't been released, I truly believe that. Well, an album, an album a year for a century. So yes, 100 years, a, a, a lot of songs. 
yeah, so 100 years, album a year. How many songs do you reckon that is in? An album? 12, 12, 12 songs an album? 12, 14 songs an album. Yeah, yeah so on the low end, maybe 10. Yeah, so that's yeah. F- yeah, 1,500 songs, maybe. 1,500 songs in a vault. No one can touch them. I think it's a good idea. I think, I think it's almost inheritance that's being left for family. Is it yeah. workable, though? Like you've got them. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Is it all purple rain? Probably not. Yeah. Can you imagine it? Yellow rain. The biggest Prince song is released after they die. That could happen. It's like Van Gogh. Get them songs out. One of them could be bigger than Purple Rain. Here's the problem with music today: is I think there is a lot of good stuff still coming out. I think there's a lot of great music. Mm. It's just like we ingested so much faster, right? Like when an album dropped back in the '80s or '70s or even '90s. It was like people looked forward to it. You'd have to buy the CD or the album. Now it's like it drops on Spotify. Everybody listens it, listens to it till you can't hear it anymore, and people forget about it. Well, we were saying literally on the on the plane over here, every song now as well is two minutes, two and a half minutes yeah. for TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So you can get it short, get it in there. It's not purple rain material. No, no, that's the problem. It, it, that's the problem, isn't it? Everything's so disposable. I was saying, is it workable? Is it manageable? Like, does he have everything in place? Like, this is your gym, so yeah, yeah. You, you do business stuff. Yep. Do you reckon you could easily, you know, when you eventually go... Could mm-hmm. you like hire someone to keep this up? Is that easy? Is it workable to like leave this in your will? <laughs> yeah, I mean, would it be the same way I would do it? Probably not, right? Yeah. So the way Prince would have done it, and he would have fin- put taken the final uh, tweaks on there, I it probably wouldn't be as good as if he was still around. That was the one thing you'd want left in the will if he was in uh, Kenny's will. What what are you eyeing up? Yeah, probably probably like two of the fifty kgs. Oh yeah, I, well, yeah. I just go straight into it. Daily bench him. <laughs> so this is right. The Strength Club. This is Strong Gym. It's been open a couple of years now. I can't believe mm-hmm. that Strong New York as a gym name was available to you. Isn't that incredible? So I have an event called Strong New York that I started back in 2015, and we do the only health and wellness expo in New York. We do it right. every year. We're going to do it in the fall this year. Um, I've had some of the best people before they even blew up. So you know who Max Lugavere is. I know almost no one in okay. the, that's healthy. Well, so <laughs> is, he, is he a pasta chef? Uh, he's somewhere, something like that. So he's um, a nutrition specialist. Uh, he wrote a book called Genius Foods. Okay. And it's huge. It's a New York Times bestseller or whatever. Before he actually blew up, mm. I actually had him speak at my event in the basement of my old gym. So I've had multiple people like that come along and speak at the event and then they blow up and now he's got like millions of followers and you can't touch him for under $50,000 wow. uh, to come speak at an event. But there, I mean, I've been doing this expo and there wasn't another expo in New York City. There still isn't, which is knock on wood, gray for me. But like, that's one of those things where people are like, how the hell did that happen? I was like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just so goddamn expensive and such a pain in the ass to do anything in New York that nobody else really attempted it. I think for 50,000, we should probably get him on Sunday. (laughs) Maybe. I've been here in this gym for like half an hour and I keep getting reminded that I'm in the wrong game. The podcasting game is a fun one, but you know, I write a book. I think based on the way that we look, we're in the right game. Yeah, we, we can't be in the gym fitness game, mate. I can't be. I don't, I don't think we can be the face for a gym. Yeah, you know, they walk up to a gym and they no, see the, Kenny. The they're going to be like, "Oh, I'm going to work out." You know, I think no. he knows what he's talking about. Us two. No, we're the before shots. We're this is what you could look like, but then you go to the gym. Oh, and I see. Oh, someone else is the after yeah. shot comparison yeah. before and after. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. Great. I think so. Yeah. I think you guys could be. Right. Your uh, Lola is your, your dog. Your incredible dog next to me, just very chilled out suddenly. I, th- I think she feels like she needs to protect you. Yeah. I think that's why she's over there. She's like, all right, I got to watch this guy. And of all the guys in the room, he needs the most help. I agree. <laughs> he needs a bodyguard. 
All right, Keddy, this is our fact show. So bring us a fact. What do you got? Uh, so we'll stick with the music topic. Highest grossing album of all time still to this day. What is it? I'm going to go for oh, Michael Jackson. Wh- bad? Ooh. Oh, if it's Michael Jackson, it must be Thriller. Thriller. Uh, wait, how much? Thriller. Oh, uh, it's a couple hundred million copies. And when when was that? Thriller came out, what, 86, maybe 87? Yeah, 86, 87. I don't know. It was before, before my time. But think about that, right? Still yeah. to this day. Who is still... Like, it's great, right? Yeah. Thriller's a banger. Other great songs on it. Yeah. But who's like who goes on to Spotify now and goes, you know what I want to do? I I'm think I it. think it's I think it's I think I'm a little bit older than the rest of you guys. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. But I think it's my generation, you know, who are now having kids and stuff like that, who are introducing their kids to it. And I think anybody who hears Thriller, especially around Halloween, is like, oh, my God, this song's amazing. And then the rest of the songs on the album, you hear them, you're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Do you remember that blowing up when you were younger then? Because it was just before our time. And we know that it's this huge, huge thing, album, this massive yeah. cultural event almost, the music. And he was so big at that time. Like, how huge was it at the moment? I mean, massive. I think I remember being a kid. So uh, this is 92, 93. I actually just went to go see the Michael Jackson play on Broadway and it was amazing. But I remember being a kid and when Black or White came out, yeah, it was such a huge deal. It was on the news. So my family sat around the TV. This is 1992, 93, sitting around the TV and watching Black or White, the video, because Home Alone had just come out, yeah. so Macaulay Culkin was in it. And it was on the news. You'll never see that again. They're no. never going to be such a huge song that the news is covering. This was like Fox News is putting on Michael Jackson. I can see that, though, that fact with the album continuing. I can't see that dying out anytime soon. I think that's going to continue to be the highest grossing album for years yeah. and years. Because it's never going to stop. You know, it's never, ever going to stop. People people now are probably falling in love with Michael Jackson yeah, as yeah. kids, not realizing that Michael Jackson is alive anymore, just being like, this is great. There are little kids who were in the audience who were like dancing to the music. Right. Like they're in love with it. Like they, he's just a cultural icon that like his moves, everything he did, his music, the way he danced, the way he, even the, the outrageous, the crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. People remember and they're like, oh, that's, you know, it's a big deal. You gotta love MJ. Big up yeah. MJ. Um, it's a funny, funny story about about Michael Jackson. Um, I trained John Bon Jovi for a while. Right. Okay. And John Bon Jovi said to me, "He goes, one of the craziest things was when I was in Japan and I got to meet Michael Jackson." And I'm like, "Here's a massive icon." Being like, I got to meet Michael Jackson. Do you think that, yeah, it's, it's the thing, in terms of success, you know, when you measure success and people go, oh, he had good success. I feel like any success that anybody has is instantly on if you met Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're done. Doesn't matter yeah, how I, much I, you're worth, doesn't yeah. matter how big your business is. If you met MJ, done. Yeah, he was big. I mean, even he bought the Beatles music. Yeah, yeah. Right? I remember when he bought their their, their back music catalog. catalog. Yeah, yeah. That, that was kind of before everyone else was doing it. Yes, now yeah. you can't yeah. move for people buying yeah. people's catalogs, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So in in the game, like training famous people, mm-hmm. obviously there's only so much you can say. But like when you are training someone like John Bon Jovi, whose schedule is pretty all over the place. And it's probably a different like level, you know, like yeah. they're, they're a different type of person, which has helped him be John Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. Is it 
does it feel different to just train in your average Joe to a degree? Just because I'm from New Jersey and I, I'm Italian, you know, John Bon Jovi is like the pinnacle of right. man for me. Um, so yes, it was a little different just cause I, I actually am, a, I've been a huge fan of his for such a long time and to get to work with him was amazing. But then there are other celebrities that I've gotten to train where I'm like, I don't know anything really about you or your music. So I don't really give a <laughs> shit. Um, but you know, I just treat them like a normal person. But they might work differently. Um, no, I think like anybody who's got good work ethic or who gets to that point is very dialed in. They're like, I need to work out between eight and nine. I'm done after that. I go and I have a hundred other things I have to do. I got a question um, for you. Shoot. So you're a PT. So you, you know, you're, you're amongst other things as well, but you're telling people how to train. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What celebrity is at a level where if you were saying do it this way and they're like, no, 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 no. Listen, Kenny, I'll do it my way. You'll be like, fine. No I always, I what always, celebrity would you allow to just get on with it? You're not going to tell them anything. Well, I mean, I've always said if I could sit down and have uh, a drink or have smoke a cigar with anybody, it'd be Arnold. Oh. And if Arnold was like, yo, this is the way I do the bench press. I'd be <laughs> yeah. like, all right, it's probably the right way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <fine. laughs> you probably know it a little bit better than I do. Yeah, you know, no problem, yeah. I, I actually, at one of my events a couple of years ago, I brought in a buddy of mine, Brandon Lilly, who's had a, the world record for the, for the squat for a long time and also the deadlift. And he used to work out at Westside Barbell. This is probably too far in the weeds for some of your listeners and for you guys, but it's looked at, it's revered as like the number one uh, powerlifting kind of meathead strength program in the world. Um, and he was talking about the deadlift and there was a guy at my gym who actually used to work at my gym who was like kind of a twerpier guy, but liked to power lift. And he's arguing with Brandon Lilly about how to deadlift. And Brandon Lilly's like, you can't fake picking up a thousand pounds. <laughs> you have to know a little bit more about the deadlift than the average person. Like you don't pick up that by mistake. <laughs> yeah. It takes a lot of work to get to that point. Three, 400 pounds. It's like, I could have somebody come in here. Who's actually a big guy who's strong, who might be able to do that. But when you get upwards of like six, seven, 800 pounds, you really need to know the ins and outs of lifting. So if I were to ever work out with Arnold, you know, for him to be a six time yeah. Mr. Olympia, you know, and have done all the things he did and have the physique he had. People are always like, oh, if I took steroids, I'd look like Arnold. I'm like, no shot, <laughs> no shot. Because the guy on top of being a genetic freak really knows how to train and understands the human body wow. way better than most others. If I met Arnold Schwarzenegger, I would spend the whole time not training, just asking them about the film Jingle All The Way. I think that's just, <laughs> that's all I'd do. I just, it would just be that. You're probably the only person as well in the world that would spend time asking him about that. Yeah, Jingle All The Way. out with him. He's so. got so many better moves. Yeah. Yeah, it's just something about him chasing Jingle. around Minnesota trying to find a Turbo Man <laughs> Shoot me, what can I do? <laughs> Right, so here's what we're saying. Um, on this show in the past, mm -hmm. uh, we, we've been obsessed with bizarre American laws. Oh, God. Yeah. And, and not always the ones, not always right, the ones okay. you think. But in, where are we looking? In Michigan, mm -hmm. it's illegal to have a one-night stand. No way. That's what, it, what it says. That's definitely a state I can't move to. <laughs> it's a, well, this it's is what I was miserable. saying. Like, I don't want to. What, what a miserable law. But also yeah. as well, how are they... Policing. Is this, a, <laughs> is this a situation where the girl rings up and they're like, "Listen," or the guy rings up, "Listen." She forced me to do. I was it. a person last night. I didn't have fun. Arrest them. 
<laughs> Maybe I'd be fuming. But in the back of your head, there's enough stress anyway with stuff like that in general. Yeah. Life, the dating and the one that oh, yeah. stands, let alone you could get arrested for doing yeah, yeah. it as well. I'd be like, oh. Maybe there are lots of moles. But you know, see, Michigan's such a, a state. It's one of those ones where you're like, oh, that's still a state? Yeah, uh, I thought yeah. we gave that to Canada. <laughs> see, uh, this, is, this is why we came here, because we can't have those opinions. Oh, like yeah. I, like, I don't... I don't Do we know I, the, um, the punishment? No, it's just a felony. That's all it says. Right. It's a okay. felony. So I don't know what happens to Probably someone. Probably slap on the wrist or something. Yeah, yeah I can't see you doing that would 20 be a good one years like that. Well, on that topic, another fact that I have is that in Texas, right, old law, that if you catch your wife cheating on you, she could actually go to jail upwards of five years. Five? Five years. Be, be a good way. You often hear these stories of people who want to off their spouse, you know, yeah, yeah, a yeah. hitman or something. That would be the... I mean, that you, happens you, you would just get, more often than you think. You right? would just get rid of someone by... Making them cheat on you and they get to go to, Making to jail. Making cheat on you. Yeah, you're welcome to go out. Here's my card. Go yeah. just, be, just be a bit of an arsehole. Having, right. having some hot guy with a British accent come up to her and be like, hey, you want to take that a stroll? Like, I feel like we fit that bill. <laughs> we should go to Texas, I reckon. We're in some lives. We're in some families. <laughs> I think just about that. But, Probably um, get paid off in the interim, though. Mm, a lot of people mm, have cash down there. Texas is one of those states. You been to Michigan? I've been to Michigan, unfortunately, yes. What's, what's, what's the deep, deep-seated hatred with Michigan? I, it's just one of those states It's like you never really have to go back to, right? You get there and you're like, this is it. You know, I've been to uh, the Pontiac area. Okay. Uh, I was out there for an event years ago. And you're just, it's, it's just one of those states where you're like, nothing's really going on here. You know, you go to somewhere like Louisiana, you go to like um, uh, New Orleans, mm. right? And you get there and you're like, oh my, this is like, it's got its own Vibrant. vibe. Yeah. It's got its own culture. Michigan, you're like, this is a hole in the Midwest. And you're going to- No offense to anybody who lives in Michigan. Yeah. But you know, it's and just you're going to be getting fined and get a felony for a bit of fun time. Yeah. And then the only reason to go to another city is so you could have one night stands. And bit, there's bit, no point. Bit, bit of sexy time and you're in cuffs. <laughs> um, Connor, give us another fact. So, uh, I mean, I think there's, there's some moments in life where you think, why did they do that? Warner Brothers. Okay. Warner Brothers initially produced Home Alone. Mm-hmm. So uh, when the budget grew for Home Alone from $14 million to $17 million, they were no longer interested. They were like, we, we, can't, we, can't, we can't do that. And 20th Century Fox took it over. That movie went on to gross $476.7 million. And they said no over $3 million. They were like, that budget's too high for us. I, you know what? When you look at that movie, you're like, what costs $14 million? Let alone seventeen. There's nothing to it. There's no, yeah. You know, there's nothing. McCauley I think jo- Joe Pesci probably cost the most out of yeah, everything yeah, in that yeah. movie, right? But three million dollars was the absolute no for them. Look, I under- I'm not a business. You, you own a business. I can yeah. understand that. Like money's money. Yeah, you know, yeah. You haven't got the money. I've got the money. But still, Home Alone. But then you know, if you're making a big film, you've got to expect to be making some money. Well, have you watched the the show The Offer? It's Never. on Netflix. Right. I think it's Netflix. Yeah. Param- no, it's on Paramount Plus. Right. So it's basically the making of The Godfather. Okay. And there were so many people, they could not make this movie. And it was such a problem. And then it went on to gross basically, bill- I mean, the franchise is worth billions of dollars. But it's the thing, isn't it? It's like small amount, but it, I think these, these t- sort of facts are only really good when you look at it in the future. Mm-hmm. So like here, looking back, you're like, uh, in the moment, Warner Brothers, like, it's like that fact that we bought as well about um, the, the Apple guy who like, there was, a, there was the guys who founded Apple. Mm-hmm. One of them in the university room was like, oh, I'm out and sold his shares for like $600. Those <laughs> shares today are worth like 11 billion. Yeah. Or what about the guy who's supposed to be the fifth Beatle? Who's like, I'm going to go hang out with this girl. I'd rather do that yeah, than get yeah, in the yeah. band. 
Right? Always. <laughs> he missed the drummer, and then the, yeah, I think they got rid of him without telling him or something yeah, like yeah. that. You know how they could have made Home Alone even better? How? Have Arnold Schwarzenegger in it running around trying to find a turbo man. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good actually. That's yeah. how you do it. That's yeah, how you yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. They were about a couple of years shy of that actually coming together. Yeah. Powerlifting, man. Powerlifting. Give us another fact while you're here. Another fact. So uh, I, we're all cracking open these liquid deaths, right? And this is a. It's a not lot. a beer, by the way. It's not a beer, but it looks like one. And I think that's the beauty of the design. Just, I have to do this thing because we're radio guys. For anyone listening at home, um, this can looks like, a, it reminds me of a Corona looking kind of beer. It's got that vibe to it. And it's a beer can. It looks like a Stella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This stuff is mountain water. So what have you got for us? So this company, after I think it's only three or four years old, is worth $700 million. It's evaluated at $700 million. Now, now, a water company. Now, if you're, if you're sitting at home, you're thinking, hmm, how is this a good fact? I'll tell you how this is a good fact. This thing is packaged like... Terribly. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. It doesn't sell what it is. And it's mountain water and it tastes exactly the same as tap water. Yeah, it it, it tastes like the type of thing that you would have in a strange kind of illegal 80s metal rave. Maybe like a murder your thirst. Yeah. 700 million. I think it's a rager. But think about every every other. I remember being a kid, right? And what bottled water didn't become a thing till like the early, the late 90s, early 2000s. Like, you want to walk. Just holding it in your hands, cupping no, it, running every, around? Every, you get a glass and you go to a water fountain or you go yeah, to a yeah. sink and you just drink out of that. And too much hassle though, Kenny. Too much yeah, hassle I think for me. But then now one of the biggest things in uh, the health and wellness space is not drinking out of plastics. So this can came along at the perfect time because they put it in the can instead of a bottle and now they say that it's a healthier version of water do you know, because it's not in plastic. This would do very well in the UK and I'll tell you why. So in the UK, you cannot drink alcohol on the tubes, on the underground, mm-hmm. right? And walking along the street, you're actually not allowed to do it. This would do really, really well because you could kind of say, well, it's just water. But it is beer. <laughs> yeah. They'd be stopping you. You could fill it up. You could fill it up. But it's actually just, it's just water. Do you, yeah. do you know, do you have to, to have a water company? Do you have to like have it from a different place to everyone else? Do you have to find I, new water? No, I think it's like supplement brands, right? Like there's one guy who's, filtering this stuff and he just sells it and white labels it to different companies you could literally though that could just be tap water for you know like fiji water right do you think yeah, fiji, fiji do you think fiji water comes from fiji probably not it's probably made in like colorado or something we've, we've got uh, i'm sure it's probably the same in new york as well but we have like a when you walk into a like a convenience store or whatever mm-hmm. you have all the line don't you at the waters 15 you, different waters 15 different ones it gets progressively more expensive yep. and we've got one in the uk called voss yeah, and yeah, the yeah. Bottle. It's just a thin is he, bottle. You're paying for the bottle, not the yeah, water. But yeah. yeah, and hey. people will pay. You, like this water, if you go buy it at Whole Foods right now, is t- bless you, <laughs> is two dollars for a can. Two dollars. Two dollars. I remember when it was like you get a bottle of Poland Spring. It was like seventy nine cents. Yeah. Now it's like you're paying. A, uh, and then if you go to a sporting event and you order a water. So the other night we all a bunch of us went to go see a boxing match at MSG, and Christy decided she wanted a water. And a Dasani, and now everybody knows Dasani tastes like. Right? Yeah. Have you ever had a Dasani water? You're like, this tastes like plastic. Christy, it's can you confirm? Right. Yeah. <laughs> tastes like. It was six dollars for a bottle of water. Six. Six dollars for a 
bottle of water. But you need it? Like, can you she, not hold well, it? That's what I told her. I go, do you really need this water? It's from Fiji. It's from Fiji? No shot. They're not importing all that water from Fiji. Did you see what Liquid Dad just did? What? Wait, who has? Liquid, liquid Death. Death. So Liquid Death, this water company, has released an enema kit with Travis Barker. I have no idea what that is, by so the tra- way. Is Travis Barker the, like, the X Games dude that, from Blink-182? Yeah. Okay. Again, so we've been... We've been in this gym for like an hour and I'm, I'm just in the wrong game. I be making enema kits. Yeah. Enema kits. Tins of water. All right, boys. So I know you never used one because you were asking him what an enema kit was. Yeah. But have you ever used an enema before? No, I can't uh, say I have. Me neither. I have no oh, okay. idea. Okay. I, I thought you were going to. you were going to. I thought you were going to. Story. No, I thought you were going to. Is that a. I don't know if I could do it. I, I'm just not man enough to stick it up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about uh, not sticking things up there, but things coming out. Um, <laughs> So I'm a big runner, right? And, you, you know, you're a health dude and you're into the gym and stuff. Uh, what's actually happening where you get something called runner's trots, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, or some people call it the gingerbread man. It's when you need to go and have a, a poo. Uh, I felt quite weird saying poo around you, I'll be <laughs> honest. When you're running, it's because what's happening is your blood is pushing away from your colon because mm-hmm. all your muscles are doing so much work that they need all this blood to keep going. So you so, lose the... the so ability. you're... All the blood drains away from your colon, so it loses the ability to open and close properly. So you need to have. But the digest- so you get the runs, the yeah, mad well, runs. But digestion also, when you're moving like that, your digestion's working a lot better as well. So you're getting double barrel of needing a when you're running, which yeah. is not good for me because there's reasons for that. Well, a lot of times, you, so it could go either way. A lot of times, because you're burning so much energy, you need whatever f- fuel is in your body. So you don't have to. So you get to a point of exhaustion where it's like you can't sweat, you can't, you can't piss, nothing, and then that becomes a, a medical issue as well. Yeah, well, it sounds like it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean that is definitely a medical issue. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a big Cry. problem in, in running. I know that if, if you have too much water, yeah. you effectively you, you spike your own blood levels. Yeah, you spike your you, blood. You levels, almost yeah. like drown yourself. Yeah, you right? drown yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, uh, every, every time I do exercise, for me, it's straight away. It's gone. Yep, in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Really, it's movement. I don't move often. So when I do move, maybe it's running. So that's drops. how I am with coffee in the morning. If oh, I have yeah. a coffee in the morning, it's coming. Yeah, it's, it's, coming. it's only a matter of time before it's coming out. <laughs> you need to time it. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are other, you know, while I have you here, it might be good to, you know, in, in the training world with all different exercises, different ways of moving your body. Have you found other, from your clients, maybe other more unique uh, side effects, bodily repercussions that happen? Yes. Um, it's pretty well known in the powerlifting world and strength world. Um, when women are lifting heavy weight, they lose the ability to hold their bladder. Right. Okay. And they let themselves it's cool go. The thing, what's it called? The, pel- it's the pelvic floor. Pelvic kind of floor. Thing. Yeah. yeah. So they lose the, ab- yeah. Quite. Especially Ooh. after a woman has a couple kids, yeah. pelvic floor is a little weak. They, uh, take a leak on the floor when they're lifting up heavy weight. You can wow. do some incredible training for that though, right? To re- almost regain it, regain your pelvic floor. Yeah, I think there's, I think it's it's a gradual process, but when you really strain yourself, and then there are women who haven't had children who just have a weak pelvic floor. Like I've seen it multiple times. 
you know, on people lifting pretty heavy weight, significantly straining themselves and just whoosh, letting it all go on the floor. Wow. I don't know if I could deal with that, you know. But like it's part play. of it though. Yeah. Well, the thing, I mean, men have just a longer urinary track than <laughs> women do. So women kind of lose it because it just falls straight down. Whereas guys have almost like a, a tunnel. I think I've got so many more issues to worry about than pissing myself when I'm deadlifting, <laughs> but still. Yeah, yeah you got to get to the point where you lift enough that you're actually going to piss yourself. Oh, yeah, so just the bar? The bar's not... Yeah, the bar's not going to make you piss right, yourself. Unless it, if it does, I mean, you got a problem. Yeah, right. Welcome to the Train Happy Podcast with me, Tally Rye. This is the podcast that helps you have a feel-good relationship with fitness, food, and body image. Each week, we'll be digging into an intuitive and inclusive approach to our health and well-being as we're joined by leading experts, friends of mine, and you to hear more about the journey of letting go of diet culture and feeling good in the skin you're in. It's a podcast for everyone, no matter what body you're in. You can find us wherever you found this podcast. Just search Train Happy wherever you get your podcasts and hit follow. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Connor, give us a fact. I like this one. Robert Downey Jr., are you a fan? Uh, Yeah. 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 Like a Donnie yeah. Like, I mean, Good oh, Robert Downey Jr. I'm thinking um, Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Robert yeah. Downey oh, okay. I knew there was a bunch of drug addicts in the 80s who had these like career revivals. Well, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Well, it's funny you yeah. say that about drugs. Robert Downey Jr. claims that Burger King saved his life from his drug addiction. Burger King. Please, Burger King. Please tell us how. So Robert Downey Jr. went for a Burger King when he was high as anything. And that Burger King tasted like complete and it scared the life out of him and he threw it in the bin and he was like what's going on with my body 
that day starts. I'm not buying it. Really? Yeah. I ain't buying that. There's plenty of articles about it, interviews about it. He yeah, talked but, but about the just, day he had a Burger King. Yeah, but it was he the moment it, that though, he ate. But he his said fav- that. It was the moment that he ate his favourite burger and it didn't taste the no. same. He was like something It's just wrong. a cool story, well, isn't Here's it? the thing, right? You think about a guy like Robert Downing Jr. who did pretty well through the 80s, kind of had a falling off, but he had to have some cash in the bank and your favourite burger is Burger King, right? No, like there are places I could take you here in the city. I, there's like five places where people argue all the time. What's the best burger in New York? What's the best burger in New York? And McDonald's and Burger King are nowhere on anyone's list. But it's got King on in the name. It has mm, to be the best. I because guess it's the Burger King. It is the Burger King. Well, he went, he went on after this Burger King. He went on to uh, to like a bridge. He tossed all of his drugs in the ocean. And he decided right there and then that he needed to clean up his act. Was it really an addiction know. then if you could cut cold turkey like that? That's well, pretty impressive. Well, I, th- I sometimes think that you get to a point where you eat a burger and you're like, things have got to change, man. This tastes <laughs> like I just feel like it's a great story, you know. I feel like so many... We talk about this a lot with these facts, where are they real or are the celebrities just creating this kind of story to get all the press? Like, I think, yeah, bottoming yeah. out must be horrendous like that, like properly hitting rock bottom. And I, is that a story that you want to tell when you're probably asked about it quite a lot? Well, you know, he's on Fallon tonight, or you know, Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. He's, he says this story. That sounds a lot better than just going, oh, you know, one day I went into rehab. Yeah. It sounds... What? You went well, Burger King. You were in Burger King. Then and everyone I, starts writing it up. And well, then Burger King's probably going to get a little bit of press. Good, bad, or indifferent. They're still getting some get press. Little, you know, a little bit of money. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Getting some cash. Free burgers. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know he had a big drug problem, though. Didn't yeah. You? you didn't know? No. Oh, my God, yeah. Well, yeah, we were. I think it was the 80s. Removed. It was like cocaine and good times were everywhere. I think it was yeah. the answer to, we've, we've definitely discovered that it was the answer to everything. Times are tough, times are good. In the 80s, you just do drugs. Yeah, Yeah, I always say, like, the bottom half and the top half are so close. Everybody's always like, oh, it's this scale of, like, the upper crust are here and the lower level is down here. But I feel like it's, like, more of a circle. It's like the people in the middle are doing all the work and taking care of everything. And then the people at the top are doing drugs and having a good time and have zero responsibility, just like the bottom half is. Doing all the drugs, having a good time, and you know, having yeah, no responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. So those, there's such a parallel between those two, and everybody in the middle is like, "How the f- did they get it to do this all the time?" You know? Those people, all those people in the middle, they're in Michigan having no good time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I think that's the bottom half. There. I think those <laughs> yeah, are the ones yeah. having a good time. All right, this is cool, and we might finish with this. You know, um, I love animals. Okay. You might have judged that by how great I was around your dog. You were. You were like the dog Where whisperer. Where is your dog, by the way? She's probably in her bed sleeping now. She did enough barking. Yeah. She's on the couch. Okay, cool. Um, she protected you for long enough. She did. When these new people came in and wanted to lift weights, and she was there <laughs> protecting me. Anyway, the squirrels <laughs> chew up rattlesnakes. They eat rattlesnakes, and then they smear their the must of the rattlesnake skin on their fur to protect them from predators. I was going to say, that's some real predator that's right badass, that's like right? Also, it was Arnold rat- Schwarzenegger predator. I, just, so. I don't know. I'm scared <laughs> of a rattlesnake. I mean, snakes I hate anyway, but I, w- I mean, a little tiny squirrel taking on a rattlesnake. Are they big over here? Like, if you, if you go to Michigan, your favorite <laughs> state, or one of the other ones, do you get, like, big-ass uh, squirrels? Big squirrels? Uh, I'd say more in, like, Pennsylvania and New Jersey, like, in, in the York. woods. Not not so much in New York. They're I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of squirrels. Dude, we don't really have many trees around here. If you look outside, I mean, there's you're not going to see any of it. Also, this. But you've been in Times Square. We've almost we've almost been run over in Times Square. We're <laughs> humans. I mean, a squirrel yeah. is flattened. If you pay attention, when you guys walk back to Times Square, which I'm very sorry you guys are staying there, look on the street and wa- look at down 
at how many smashed rats there are oh, in the what street. A depressing, really? What a depressing mm. thought. Yeah, they get run over all the time. So if there were some squirrels on the street, I'm sure they'd look just like the rats. You'll see like this long, nasty tail and then this splattered we had body. Uh, we had somebody else on the podcast as well the other day saying about the size of the rats. Oh, yeah. They're as big massive. as dogs. I mean, I, th- I, th- I think people, uh, that's like a, a Bigfoot myth. I mean, the, a rat's a rat. I mean, it's, it's pretty big, but, you know, it's not that. I've never seen one any bigger than one of those dumbbells over there. Right. Okay. Uh, but so it's, it's, it's a big rat. I mean. Yeah. It just surprises me that these, squ- rat, these squirrels in Central Park are so weak when their squirrel cousins over around America are chewing up snakes and licking it all over themselves. Yeah, that's Your pretty- dog, Lola, very cute. Uh, she's a guard not, dog. Which, is she down for something as brutal as this? No, she's she's a sissy. I'm out. She's, yeah, she any anything that snaps back at her, she's gone. <sighs> yeah, anytime I take her to the dog park, she's definitely the the weakest of the bunch for sure. It's clever that though with the squirrels. I like it. I think it's very very clever. Put it all over their fur. Then the, predators don't want to eat them. Is that what that is? Then just yeah, it just yeah. scares them because they think who wants this half squirrel half rattlesnake? Well, you guys know the legend of the the. Uh, the honey badger. I do not, and I would love to hear it. Oh, my God. So the honey badger, they say, is the most dangerous animal on the planet, and it's this big. You know, it's not that big. It's, it's probably, so vicious. It's so vicious. Like, I saw a video of a couple lions trying to eat this honey badger, and he's, like, holding them off. Like, three lions. And everybody's like, dude, that honey badger, like, there's all these comments from people being like, the wow. The honey badger cannot be killed. I reckon we could take it. No. If you go for the tail, right. I'll go for the right <laughs> paw. Can't if we, go if for we, the left we ever paw. do attempt that, we need Kenny with us at least, I think. Yeah. Yeah. For moral support. I think so. I love you Burger Kings, the king of burgers, which will sort me out. Yeah. yeah. Run over there, empty my bowels. Yeah, right. <laughs> go nowhere near Michigan because I can't have any fun there. <laughs> I think, well, listen, I think it's been a fantastic audition. I think, you know, we'll keep you posted. Gentlemen, I appreciate it. Thank yeah, you so well, much. We, obviously, this is what we're doing. We're, we're auditioning people to come on to see if they can be a co host. And every time we're looking at the positives and the negatives, right? Mm-hmm. There's a negative with you. I can't be sitting next to you every day. <laughs> But it might rub off on you. No, it's not going to rub off on me. Like I'm just going to constantly look and be like... No, like the rattlesnake skin rubbing off on the squirrels. Yeah. If you kill me, is... you can rub my blood all over you. <laughs> yeah. I just lift loads of weight. Yeah, I was right. going to say, right after this is over, I think we're all going to pump some iron for about an hour. Right. Yeah, yeah, you got mean pumping iron turn. Is, is that... Is, well, that means is, lifting weights. Oh, uh, no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. no. No, I'm up for pumping like the ketchup things that you get in, in Burger King. Right, Burger are they sponsoring yeah. the show Burger King? By the way, they should do. Thank you very much for listening, Kenny. Mm-hmm. It's been an absolute joy. Uh, if someone's you know enjoyed, well, maybe not people from Michigan, mm-hmm. but if Probably anyone not. else wants some good training tips from you, where should they head? Uh, to at strongnewyork.com or at the strength club nyc.com um, or Kenny Santucci, and you know, those are all the same on Instagram as well. Great. Well, Great. that's enough. Uh, Show me where the extra heavy weights are, because I need to do some lifting. They're right there. There's a 136-pound dumbbell over there that I want to see you press over. 136-pound dumbbell. dumbbell. We need to wrap this up. I want to see you lift that. That's small fry. It's it's a weird weight because a lot of the uh, a lot of the plastic has fallen off of it, so it should have been 140 pounds. All right, bring out the weights. Bring out the extra strong weights. We will see you next time. Um, Thank you very much for listening. Head to baffledpod.com and you can say hello. And where the search continues, Connor. It does indeed. Let's get going.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.